0: Ladies and gentlemen, coming to you live! Well, you know the deal by now. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, any day of the week when you press play. It's Ferdinand and Atlantic with your host, Joel. I still find it weird when I say that name, but that's me. And some guy, Ed. How are you doing, Ed? What's
1: happening, um Yeah, actually, I don't know maybe sacrilege to say but it's quite nice not having to worry about watching football on a sunday you can just chill and not think oh shit." There's-, <laughs> yeah. there's a game that doesn't finish up 2am and i don't have to worry about uh, um ain't um, nobody care about bowl. this year's pro Bowl.
0: yeah pro bowl weekend um that was awkward yeah. That was awkward. I started to like how they, obviously they, for a while, they just did like the game again, but then they started bringing back the mini games and all that stuff during the week and the build up, And I kind of like that because obviously you see the old school Pro Bowl weeks and they were they were doing mad, they had them doing mad stuff. And you have to think those are supposedly the best players in the NFL doing, doing craziness, but then they're bringing it back slowly but surely. And then they brought it to like a versus. Yeah. That I don't think many people cared about. Um, it did, have some good like highlights that they posted on insta or whatever um when when you talk about playing and dion obviously it's always going to be fun you're always going to get a good clip out of that but when it comes to playing madden i don't have while players are playing madden together especially if they why would you bring someone in that can't play it makes no sense
1: yeah uh Keishon johnson uh yeah yeah he, he had no idea what was going on if they just swapped Keyshawn with Marshawn Lynch, I would have definitely preferred who they had in the AFC over in the NFC. But, I mean, I, I'm guessing like you and most other people, I just saw the clips on social media. I was not trying to watch any of that. I did see a bit of the Jaden Ramsey-D-Hop conversation. Um, but, yep. Pff, couldn't care less.
0: No, the funner one was um, AJ Brown. Who was, who was he against? It was AJ Brown, but then Dion posted that one and they asked, if dion
1: could cover them. uh i saw something similar to that yes yeah, yes, yes that yes, one
0: yes. was that that one i think was the the best clip of the weekend because that like, whoa don't do it this is their weekend don't do it to them <laughs> don't do it to them i was like yes this is what we're here for but other than that like, like I, I don't watch the verses normally so i didn't
1: want to watch an nfl versus because i think that's even worse yeah yeah agreed like uh, it, it's just, the mini games are just super fun um there was the one when you can throw it the longest distance. It would be mm-hmm. sick if they could have a relay as well. An AFC relay. An AFC versus NFC relay would be really sick.
0: They they have had that last couple of years, but it's um obstacles. Yeah, they, they do obstacle an obstacle course, course. Yeah.
1: just like a straight four they by one hundred. Yeah, four by one
0: hundred relay. Why don't they do that? Like that and, seems like the easiest thing to set up ever.
1: So I always think it's because they don't want players getting injured. And mm-hmm. like you see in FIFA, they always talk about ah, oh, like who's quicker? Like in Man City, you're oh, who's quicker, Sonne, Walker, Sterling, etc. And they all say, "Well, can't really do it because if we pull a Hammy after 100 meters, then we'll get yeah. into trouble because they are going for it." Like, I'm assuming that's yeah. the same reason.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, that is true. But you know, you could always hope when these Pro Bowl you know situations come up, the two two big talkers rub together, and suddenly
1: we have a race on our hands. Yeah, exactly. You just, everyone's trying to go for Tyreek Hill's head. I was thinking yeah. it'll be fun if the NFL could do the old um, pick me. Advert, they haven't done that for fantasy,
0: right? If they did that now, especially with the effects and all like, that, like that, oh,
1: that would be incredible. That would be, that'd be really fun because I remember I be cool. a, a couple years back when I first started getting I, I watched the video again, tried to recognize if I knew any of the people there, and I was like, fuck okay, I only know mm. like two or three people here. Um, but that'd just be super fun to do. It's like, I don't know why they don't do it again. Maybe I must have missed something during that time period when it was done until now.
0: I think it's trying to get. All of them, like, because you obviously have to get the players involved and to really do it, you want the big name players, but obviously you can get them because they do adverts like that every year. Maybe it's pride going back to it. Like, why don't we bring back, you know, pick me campaign, but it was it, those, those videos to this day still bang to me
1: so you would think actually it'll be more popular now than it was before because of how become how big betting has become especially for fancy stuff mm. daily fancy and all your
0: and, other. and socials as well and yeah. so like if you cut up a clip for something
1: every player is going to put it on their <laughs> socials that's that's really what they want and you know players these days are really creative i'd love to see what d hop comes up with the you know d hop's going to come up with something mad to show like he's the best receiver in the league because you know them receivers love chatting mm. um, oh yeah
0: Mate, still to, to this day the punch through the wall one I still want to know how they made that happen because you can only do that in so many takes Like, there's only so many drywalls we can put up here
1: I love how they tried to make it realistic it's just like you're going to catch this on camera right you ready you ready okay cool let's do it <laughs> <laughs> so the big game the Sunday Is there... all the games lead up to Tampa and funny enough Tampa were playing and actually do you remember a couple of years ago when I think it was – so potentially it could have been New England versus Minnesota in the Super Bowl, and it was the one Mm -hmm. in Minneapolis. And I remember hearing that if that were to happen, New England would have technically still had the number one seed, and they would have Mm -hmm. forced Minnesota to go into the away Away. locker room. Is the same thing happening this year, because I'm assuming Kansas City have got the number one seed, so to speak, so they could force – uh, Tamper to move into the away locker. No one's spoken about this, but there's something. That's that's, that's really
0: exactly weird. what. That's exactly what I thought when I first heard it. I was like, oh yeah, we're going back home. We're going back home. And I was like, yeah. Um, do you have to switch your way. Obviously, it, it, it's it's just mind games, and you're switching routines and stuff yeah. like that, and the locker room that you're used to, the all that kind of stuff. Does it really mean much in the in the long run? No. Who knows. But no one's spoken about it. Exactly. So.
1: Maybe maybe they just gave it back to them and let them ride it out because it is their home after all. But I don't see why they would... I wouldn't. yeah, exactly. I don't see why they would do that. That's just something that's a very, very, very minute storyline that I don't think anyone has spoken mm. about. That initially popped into my head. But I was I was finished I finally finished watching the Spurs documentary and I never <laughs> realized how shitty the away locker rooms are for teams. Um because oh, yeah. It was the Burnley away locker room. I was like, that's so funny!" Like, it's so because when you see the Spurs home locker room and then you see the away locker room yep. at Burnley, you're like, "Oh, this is absolute banter!" Like, it's an absolute shithole compared to what Spurs is. But yeah, there's something I was thinking initially.
0: It's it's like literally what happened. That's all just part of the mind games. Um, so back in back in the day, my school did because um, they were one of those Arsenal partnership schools, yeah, the Arsenal Foundation or whatever. So we got to do the tour of the stadium and all that. So we got to do tours of the locker rooms, and they were they were explaining it like the thought process, like part of the mind games. It got so far down to like feng shui and all that because the the shape of this room, um the color, it brings good luck, it brings energy, and blah, blah blah Whereas the shape of the away locker room is, and I was like, all right then, so is really that deep? Okay, fair enough.
1: Does it, it work? You- Clearly not. We haven't <laughs> won anything, but. I was just going to make a dig, but you beat me to it, so I'll allow it, and especially after tonight's <laughs> yeah. game. Um, it's pressure. Though, yeah, and I guess, but it would also be fun to... See. It's annoying that there's no crowds because it would have been fun to have seen a home crowd, an actual home crowd mm. in a Super Bowl. Yeah.
0: Um, but even then, it, that would never happen because of the commercialization of the Super mm-hmm. Bowl and the price of tickets, that you never actually get the home fans there. And they're because it's done separately in a separate raffle, like, I'm assuming then it would be impossible for like say you got a season ticket well it doesn't cover first of all it doesn't cover playoffs i'm pretty sure and um yeah stuff like that so it's weird so there'll never be a home home crowd
1: yeah i'm guessing if this if you're doing sort of allocation i'm assuming that is just putting numbers at my arse. Let's say 35% will go to home season ticket holders. 35% will go to one team season ticket holders, the other 35% to another season ticket holders, the other 30% to like random stuff that they have throughout the year, maybe prizes, awards, or general commercial, whoever has the highest bid. Because there's always I always feel there's a nope. spe, there's a fair split of home and away fans or both teams fans in the Super Bowl, no? Nope. No it's
0: like the most neutralist of neutral games ever in life it's shit, that's though. like trying to go to the um like even like the even like the champions league i guess has a has a kind of spattering of home and away fans however I yeah. feel like the super bowl is done pretty much purely off money mm-hmm. and apart from this year when which they I donated them to like frontline workers and blah, blah 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 but um normally it feels like it's kind of the,
1: the richest people get to go Know, Champions League, they definitely try to have a split of home and away fans because, I mean, that's who the fuck you're playing for. And, mm. like, if you're a neutral, I guess we're all neutrals um, in this situation. It's not the game mm. re- really isn't for us. Like, if you're following the Jags for fucking 40, 50 years and they make it to the Super Bowl and another fucking yeah. neutral goes towards the game, right, like, they can piss yeah. off. But...
0: The neutrals go into the game because it's a it's a status symbol, isn't it? That's That's been the problem of commercialising sport, but... You need to get the money in, so that is what it is. But, you know, Brady, Super Bowl, Bucks in Tampa,
1: yeah. So, to kick it off, let's look at Tampa. So, I was having a look at who their Pro Bowlers were and who who, who their All-Pros were. Now, I prefer looking at All-Pro than Pro ballers. I fucking hate looking at the Pro Bowl teams. Uh, pro Bowl, they only had one player, which was yep. uh, JPP. However, JPP. they got two All-Pros. I didn't tell you this beforehand. They've got two All-Pros. Can you guess who those two All-Pros are? It's not Brady because I
0: believe no. Aaron Rodgers got that.
1: Uh, the All-Pros sure. is Rodgers and Mahomes and then Josh Allen second team. Uh,
0: so I'm going to go... It's not going to be JPP. I don't think yep. he doubled up. So both of these so are second it... team
1: in their positions. Both defence? Yes.
0: Um, I'm going to go Winfield, even though he probably isn't because he's a rookie. And
1: let's go with Shaq. No, they were both linebackers as the linebacker duo. Mm-hmm. So Levante David and Devin White were both second team more pro. Fair play. of oh, Devin White, yeah, sure. Fair, fair play. Yeah. I didn't hear much about Levante David this year, but clearly he's been, he'd been cleaning up. He's just more of a one stopper this year, I guess, like being a tackling machine. Oh, alongside a tackling machine of Devin White. So, those were their two all pros. The Chiefs had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven pro ballers. Of those seven, five of them were first team, mm-hmm. first team all pro. So, I just want to have a quick overview look at. Mm-hmm. The star quality of their team, but that's just one way of looking at the overall season. Of course, there are so many plays. On, as you mm-hmm. said, Antoine Winfield Jr., property defensive rookie of the year contender. They got Brady, who's arguably the GOAT. But that's just one I have a look at the overall season if we're looking at it. So no, I mean,
0: it's not it's to... not argu- it's not arguably anymore, by the way. So we yeah, can carry
1: yeah, on. Um so <laughs> I just want to have an overview of the Buck season, as we said. So they started off their defense was it, at, st- at the start, their defense looked really good. But then it went off mm. for quite a few weeks. And then it decided yeah. to, to come back to life at the end of the season and during the playoffs. And that's yeah. when it's scary because you feel like now, shit, their defence is peaking. The amount of turnovers they're able to cause against the Saints and the Packers. If I was the Chiefs, Loki, I would be worried because that defence can cause turnovers and can limit their possessions.
0: Yeah, what I, what I would say was mid-season... Uh, mid-regular season we were looking at okay the Bucks they've at least got a good they've shown they could you know perform they've shown like the heights they can like they could perform at therefore at least they got a good stepping stone for next season let's say they got a good base a good foundation Brady will challenge for you know the Super Bowl and all that in his second year Um, hopefully if he you know if, if he cleans up at that bit because at that point it was still a bit shaky they were still trying to work out the um the kind of flaws in the system uh merging the merging of the two playbooks let's say and two philosophies um but boy it got scary um it went from that to yeah maybe maybe Belichick was right to Brady to define goat status in a couple of weeks Like once they it's not even like they clicked and were like just amazing they were just steady week by week get a win do a little bit better get a win do a little bit better get a win do a little bit better and then suddenly it comes to playoffs and the defense is unstoppable the offense is clicking and then what what, we're in the Super Bowl we're against they're against the hottest team arguably in the Packers they came into the super, they came into the playoffs, they won their first game pretty handedly, um, cleaned it up pretty nicely, and then the Bucks made them look like trash
1: outside of the Chiefs. I was, I was thinking about this outside of the Chiefs, I don't think there's a better set of offensive weapons than Tampa. No,
0: if you go by paper, that is though,
1: and variety, go yeah, I guess, yeah, and, and variety because you've got big body receiver in um, Mike Evans. Okay. Then you've got a slot slash a, a, an elite wide out in Godwin. I really like Godwin. I think Godwin is really, really good. You've got mm-hmm. an absolute speedster in Squatty Miller. Um, you've got Gronk who can still provide you a big play when you need it, as you showed last week with, what was it, 20 yard catch and run. Um, mm-hmm. You've got a variety of running backs to use. Ronald Jones and you've got Leonard Fournette there. That feels like no, such but we're a not going to act
0: like we we are not going to act like you were loving Fournette. We're not going to do
1: that. I wasn't. No, love love is a bit of a strong word. Like I had no problem with it. Obviously, James Robinson proved his worth this year, and it was right to get rid of Fournette for whatever reason because James Robinson became the No. In, right
0: no, no, not in terms of not in terms of the Jags, but in terms of this year. Fournette hasn't done great this year.
1: That's fair. Uh, but yeah, it, it's that's talking true.
0: it's talking about coming coming up big at the moment like he he picked the right time to play to play his best this year
1: I mean of all people Joel you should know how Leonard Fournette performs in the playoffs so we know that's his bread and butter he he loves a little a little playoff performance
0: but is it I just want to understand is it is it playoffs or is it like what what is it because at some point this year he had
1: to tune in because he wasn't he wasn't doing great I think when he got to the playoffs he's like oh shit like we've got three or four games when it takes all like Let's step up. And he did play really well, I, f- I thought, in the playoffs so far, doing mm-hmm. doing what we all, learn, what we all know Lennon Fournette can do, be a big body bruiser and gain those extra mm-hmm. couple of yards. Mm-hmm. Lennon Fournette always had that talent. Um, injuries has been his biggest his biggest downfall. And I think mm-hmm. because of injuries, he loses his confidence, which is understandable. I think with every setback, we all lose our confidence, no matter what job you are doing. Um, But, yeah. A I, I, person you didn't mention. Go on. Ab,
0: see, completely forgot about the geezer. He's he was their second. He was their um, second in terms of targets this year, or catches even. Really? Yeah, it was Evans, and then Ab was a a catch behind, or something like that, or something pretty pretty um, (laughs) close to me. But then, even when you when you think about, first of all, he came in halfway through the season. Yeah, let's not forget that. And we don't know if he will play because he is injured. He didn't, you know, play last. Oh, he got injured in the last game. Um, it's one of those situations. We'll see his temperament and his mindset. But that's the Super Bowl. First of all, people play.
1: Um, He's not we'll going to turn down we'll the see. chance to play in the Super Bowl. Like no matter what, he is going to play.
0: He. But then it's, it's it's a matter of how do you use him. Is he a distraction? Is he is he um, uh, what, what' do you call him? A decoy? decoy. Is he a decoy, but then will, will he will he then will he now accept that role? That's because when you when you're winning, it's very easy to be humble. very easy to be humble when you're just winning, you're just going about my business I'm on my last chance. Yes, yes, we've seen a b when things start don't start going his way. That's when he um explodes.
1: I'm not gonna overreact to it just because I think he must know his role in this team because I haven't heard a word from him since he joined Tampa to be fair um Mm -hmm. so i mean credit to him because i know a lot of people gave him shit for stuff that was going on before tampa but like you like you like everyone with a brain like you okay like you as well no i've been a i've
0: been an av fan forever
1: um very very quickly 20 seconds leave this corner yep who would annoy you more winning the super levy on or ab
0: none of them i i I'm glad one of them get to do it. I would prefer both of them to do it.
1: Okay, fine.
0: Because there is no reason. I, I hear he became uh, he became an annoyance and blah, blah, blah for AB. Le'Veon really did nothing apart from pay me like you use me. Yeah. And then for both of, not even just one, for both of them to be in the Super Bowl before us, for both of them to get further in the playoffs, then we have, since they even got there, is a bit mad.
1: Can I tell you what this will mean in the future? There's going to well, be a Super Bowl, which is going to be Juju versus James Connor, and the Steelers still won't be in the Super Bowl. Mate, t- no, no, okay,
0: okay. These two, you could put it on, because they are elite players that both went to amazing teams. If those the two guys... No. Okay, yeah,
1: yeah, okay, no, no, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah, yeah. not directly, but
0: yeah, okay. he's there now. Yeah, yeah, right. He's like third If those put me on the bench and let me get a ring if those <laughs> two if Juju and Connor play a single down in the Super Bowl before the Steelers get there I'm going to lose it
1: so I'm going to lose it 20 seconds Steelers corner is over no more to talk about Steelers for the rest of the show okay
0: mm, no you, well you know that's a lie because you love to talk about them
1: but carry on uh, anyway uh, as we were saying they're off- Tampa's offensive weapons I do believe they got the second best offensive weapons in the whole league and we all know that the Chiefs' defence can sometimes be suspect. That was always their downside. However, they have become a lot better and have got some game-changers. Question is, mm-hmm. will actually, no, that, that I'll get to that when it gets to the Chiefs. Um, Bucks' defence. Really love them. Um, they've got elite Are they the best on in the league? No, no. I, I still think Rams have got the best defence in the league. Although it is very top-heavy, and the... By the def- best defence in the league, they've got the best
0: best, got the best names.
1: They they got, they the, got the best, they got the rusher, best defensive names in the league. Yeah. I mean, I just prefer that. They've got the guy who can cause the biggest issue on the D line and then they've got the guy who can cause the biggest issue in the backfield. Um, oh, although- you
0: you prefer you prefer the best let's say best two over the very good five or the excellent five.
1: When I watched them, I preferred the Rams' defense this year compared to the Tampa defense. But the Tampa defense are coming to their own and causing so much havoc. They've got elite players on three levels, as I mentioned earlier. Before JPP was a was a pro baller, and we all know what Shaq Barrett can do. He proved it again in the conference round.
0: Got so now two, you have to pay
1: him, right? You have to you have to pay him. We'll yep, see what right. happens because I reckon they might have to. They might end up franchise t- franchise tagging him. But if he gets a Super, Again? I think he will be. I think he will be happy to leave if he gets a Super. But like, you know what, cool. I have got my ring. Let me get my money. Mm-hmm. They've got two all pros on the in the linebacker core, and they've got Winfield Jr., who's arguably one of the best young defensive safeties, or just one of the best safeties in the league right now.
0: In I love five the years, fact
1: they can do that. In five years, is he best all time? As oh, in best in
0: the league, best 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 in the not all time, best in the league.
1: That's what we were thinking that about. Time. That's what we're thinking about. Darwin James. Darwin James was getting these. Derwin James was all pro, I believe, after his uh, after his uh, first year, after his rookie year, I think yeah. it was. But then he kept on getting injured. He's been yeah. injured past two years. I feel pretty certain that that's uh, Darwin J- Darwin James's trajectory. Um, mm. So the, one of oh, it's
0: both of their trajectories, but one of them has to be not one of them, but as in, it's always someone's trajectory. It's it's going to be someone's trajectory, I should say, but someone has to be the best. Will he
1: be the best in the league in five years? Um, no, I'm still going to stick with Darwin James, although all his okay. injuries, and I guess everyone. It's just easier to take the field. So Darwin James was. Although f- so that leads me to a second
0: question, though. No, no. Read out. Read out. Read out his What the read out stats?
1: 2018 was drafted. 2018 he was first team all pro and second team all pro so he was a flex he was a flex as well he mm. got so I, I think he only played his rookie year his rookie year three and a half sacks three interceptions 14 past deflections okay does
0: he make it to a second contract with the chargers
1: yes because herbert will still be in his rookie contract and they'll try to Would maximize it
0: if, say your G, your gm you sign him yeah Yep. Uh, I believe that's one more... Mm, was it one more... Two, two more 14, years?
1: 14, so 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. So I guess two more years.
0: Yeah. But no, and then fifth-year option. Okay. Fifth-year option. I I think they do fifth-year option because he is injury-prone. Yeah. Um, And it's an, it's an easy way to keep your first-rounders um, on a rookie deal for at least one more year. However is he's going to be a pay-early candidate.
1: Yes, 100%. But you,
0: but, you, but you can't pay him early and
1: him not play. That's the, This is the problem. I reckon he won't get as much as he hoped he would, but I reckon he'll get a longer-term contract. I reckon he'll get a team-friendly deal where it'll be longer-term, five years, but it'll be less than what he anticipated. That's my initial mm. assumption. But I don't know why I was spending too much time talking it's about in, that with James.
0: Yeah, in, in injuries are going are gonna to hurt, well, have hurt a lot of people and will kill off a lot of contracts more than we think. The Same with Raiders and
1: Abrams. Um, yes, that's another safety who's got a lot of injury concerns. He got injured the game it was so a game against the Chiefs. Yep. And they think he's gonna be they,
0: they thought he was gonna be a or like a top, top five, top three safety in the league. He hasn't been able to play like five games in a row. So um and he can't say salmon
1: correctly. Uh yeah. so Americans. Oh, I'm not gonna say that <laughs> that bikes defense. What, what are your thoughts on the Bucks' defence? Talk a little bit about the offence. What do you think about the Bucks' defence? I think they're the best in the league. Oh, fair.
0: I think they're the best in the league. Like you said, they have elite players on all three levels. they It's not only just that they have elite players, they play well together. They do force the turnovers. They do change game plans. Whatever, like, it's just, it's what. It's not that their their skill level is amazing, even though it is amazing. It's the way they play it. It's the way even the coaching staff scheme a game. It's just what... They carried Brady through the beginning. Let... Sorry. Let's not lie. They carried Brady through the beginning because it was a struggle watching him. When he was trying to... Like I said, when they were trying to mesh offences, it wasn't coming off too great at the beginning. He... Let's not... Bruce Arians was throwing him under the bus mid-season. Like, it wasn't too long ago that he was holding press conferences saying Brady has to do better. The people that caused a lot of wins and kept a lot of teams in the game or out of the game were the defence. When are uh, going against elite offences, they hurt players. Well, not hurt players, but they, they hurt game plans. They They did what they needed to do much better, I think, than the Rams
1: defence. The Chiefs' offense just needs to be wary of T- Tampa's def- uh, Tampa's ability to create turnovers on defense. Yeah. And one thing that actually we didn't mention and just popped into my head was we didn't talk about Dhammakan And I, I don't know if I was imagining it, but I remembered in the Rams Patriots Super Bowl that Dhammakan mm-hmm. had a big game because everyone was just focusing on Aaron Donald. And I just quickly went mm-hmm. to double-check the stats, but Dhammakan only, only actually had one tackle and one assisted tackle in that game. No sacks, no interceptions, no nothing. So maybe Domik and Sue now with a bit more help on the edge with JPP and Shaq Barrett, Maybe we can see some more one-on-one coverage for him. To... It's not. It's it's not even when you look at it. It's not
0: even the edge they need to look at. He's got Vita Vea next to him. Yes, he's back. I why he was injured yeah. a little while back. Yeah, he, he came back for the last game. He came back for the Packers. Like he... <laughs> the way the way your blocking scheme is set up. You can't block all four of those guys. That's just what you can't do. Via Vea is going to take the double, uh, and Duncan Su is going to get the one on one, and then the two outside guys are going to get obviously tackle one on one. Supposedly, you're either going to get tight end help or running back help.
1: Yeah, maybe a chip from the running back. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but for the most part, it's going to be the interior where they where they eat and, and push. So they're going to push through Via Vea. Or a number can sue, and it worked for the Packers. Like they, they had, not they didn't have an answer. They, they tried to solve it with keeping their tackles one on one. Like they can attack you, your QB, in so many ways that you don't know how to defend
1: it. I guess actually, when you're saying that, it makes sense in terms of if you've got players, if you've got multiple players that need double coverage or extra help trying to block. It frees up the rest of the defenders to do whatever they want because there's less yep. people to guard. If you've got eight players, seven players focused on blocking, and a QB, it leaves only three players as receiving options. So, yep.
0: and then you could start. You could you could, as DBs, you could start playing um, the underneath of the route because you know the ball's going to have to come out quickly. It's all literally. I think this is very dependent on if Sue has a good start to the game. Because if he does, it messes up a blocking. It mess, It really does mess up the blocking team Because you know Veya is going to be there as a solid guy in the middle. Mm. You know the. You, for the most part, the edges. J, JPP. If you hold the ball long enough, he's he's going to get you moving. So and but then once again, no one. No one is kind of as scary, right now, as Pat Mahomes on the run. So that so the way the way you rush now is kind of that's going to be a bit different. But those guys can rush in multiple ways.
1: I was just about to say. Uh, sounds like he may be taking Tampa
0: with all this uh, Tampa praise we're giving. Well, this is a segment about the Bucks, so
1: <laughs> oh, uh, you like the news? <laughs> we're going to analyze the Bucks. Um, where can the Chiefs take advantage of the Bucks?
0: Oh, um like everyone else, off schedule plays. Okay. Once the once the rush. Say the rush gets Pat Mahomes moving. The problem now is his toe, but let's say he's all good. Once he gets moving, what do you you tell Tyreek to do? Oh, just move.
1: Get rid of your defender. Just
0: run. Yeah. Run. Tell the fastest man in the NFL, just run. Don't worry about a route. Don't worry about baked downs. Just outpace your guy to any spot that there isn't anyone currently.
1: Um, and how many
0: times are you going to bet on him to do that?
1: Yeah, that's fair. Because I don't know too much about who Tampa have got uh, got covering their receivers. I'm not sure if they'll leave it to the linebackers. Um, I don't know too much about who their cornerbacks are that are going to have to cover. There
0: is, there is no way in life you leave
1: a linebacker on Tyreek Hill. Yep. There is no chance. The Tampa... Linebackers are known for having their speed, but still, I don't think you're leaving any of them on Tyreek. Um, so that is you have to put, uh, yep. If to put say Devon Bush goes on Kelsey, he's big, he's just such big. He's, so he's just much bigger than Bush. Kelsey is.
0: He's much bigger than everyone. That's the problem. But you <laughs> what you need is you need someone that can that can sniff out the route because Kelsey's a route runner. The speed is not let's say the problem with Kelsey like. He's He's, not—he's not not burning you. He's—he's not burning you, but he will body you up. But you want someone that can follow him on the route because what people don't—he's physical at the point of attack, but he can shake you before that. Like that's—that's what people aren't really clocking. It seems. Yeah. Like he's got. He's got. Yeah, exactly. He's got wiggle. So you need someone that can stick with him, be in his hip pocket. Then, but then obviously. This creates a problem for the body catch, but then you've got Tyreek. You're gonna to need to double him because, for the most part, your DBs cannot keep up with him on over the top, yeah. So, you're gonna to need to double. So, if you go bracket over or over under, so someone is not getting doubled, you can't double both of them because then you've got um hard one on the other side, yeah. So, he's another one, he will he will yeah, run behind yeah. you. Yeah. So now you need. To, so you, the safeties are kind of out wide or looking for the um, deep crosses. That's really what you're looking for, the deep crosses, because it will get your safeties out of position. That's why Kate, uh, Kelsey can eat in the middle. So you're gonna one on one. You're gonna body him up.
1: Those were the bucks. Um, anyone thoughts on the bucks before we move on? Oh, we we spent the whole time never said a word about Mr. Thomas Edward Brady because he
0: his his thing comes without like without talking, bro. He, like he, he doesn't need anyone to big him up. When you just know when you talk about the goat, just know you're talking about Tom. Oh, oh, question, question, question. Oh, okay, okay. Do
1: you agree with what Romo said about if, um, yeah, Chiefs don't win? That is okay. So I was going to transition to that, it's another point, but yes, okay. Okay. Let me ask you this first Will Mahomes surpass Brady's Super Bowl wins?
0: If the Chiefs back office is able to to do whatever magic just, they've done... To just say yes or no. Fears, do do, do think. you think he could do it? Yes or no? It's very it's very dependent. Yeah, I know, I, but just... Just go with me with this. Yes or no? If, if he kept his weapons, yeah.
1: Okay. I, I would say yes as well. And then I was thinking, shit, he would need four more Super Bowls. When I said it out loud, like, oh, shit, he would need to do this <laughs> another four times. And you think about yeah. all the other variables that come in, I'm like, no, I don't think he can. Because there's just so if many more variables... One. Yeah, got even if yeah. he wins this one, he still need four more to equal five that's, more to win. Okay. When you say he needs so that's, five that's, more that's, to win, that sounds two. a lot.
0: That's two, and then you got. <laughs> I'm trying to think. So now I'm trying to think of who comes after this. Who who's a who's a player that I'm scared will stop. I
1: mean, stop. that is that is not named Brady. I mean, a guy in Clemson might, a guy from Clemson might be able to, not the Sean Watson, a guy from Clemson might be able to do it. We were Um, just
0: talking the other day about how he might be um, Matt Stafford, but on a terrible team that can never even get close. That was bollocks.
1: You know, that was bollocks. Um, (laughs) If anyone who doesn't know, you are referring to Trevor Lawrence with that statement. Um, but yeah, when I think about it, fuck, he would need to win five more Super Bowls. Like, yeah, we we yeah, anticipate him to have another 10 to 15 years at the top, but that's excluding injuries, excluding what as you said, yeah. what the front office might do, excluding what happens with Andy Reid, um the rest of his competition. It just okay. feels impossible to reach.
0: So for the sheer fact that everyone, for the most part, but well, most people believe he can do it, I think that the opposite normally happens when everyone, when a player always gets yeah. like lauded before, like before um said thing happens, it just never plans out as it would. There's been a lot of great pay- There's been a lot of the next patents There've been a lot of uh the next greats that there's always something. It's normally injury, unfortunately, but there's always something that comes up exactly. when everyone agrees that someone is the next blah, blah, blah.
1: Cause it never ends up like that. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, what, how many years as a starter was he before he won the Super Bowl? Was it two years, three years? Because the starter he won the Super Bowl? So and you thought he was, was gonna be quick. there. You thought he was gonna be there at least once every other year or something like that. Yeah. It never mm-hmm. happened. Um, so I was just looking was, at again, the, organi- the organization that plays so much of a exactly. part in that. I was looking at the Chiefs' current contract situations, and mm-hmm. in 2023, they have 12 players on the book. So they have Frank Clark, Patrick Mahomes, Chris Jones, Travis Kelsey. Um both Miko Hardman and Tyreek Hill will be up by then, but I reckon if the Chiefs win another Super Bowl, I I think Tyreek Hill just knows this is the perfect system for him. He's with the perfect QB for him. Mm-hmm. I reckon he could stay, um, unless you know what? Fuck it, the Bills might be like, hey, come over here. We that that would be fun with not seeing Diggs and. Um, Mate, if, you know what? <laughs> with... If the Packers finally
0: pull out some money, Ugh, that's not even talking like, about the fucking Packers hey, hey, organization. Tyreek, yeah. Tyreek, what are you saying, big dog?
1: I just reckon he he will end up staying in Kansas City He may take a team-friendly contract Um, But that's the the 12 players they have in 2023 When we get to 2024 They've only got four players on the contract Mahomes, Kelsey, Harrison Butker And Lucas Niang No idea who this Lucas Niang kid is But those will be the only four players That got on a contract in
0: 2024 The the only players
1: overall Yep contract players but then you can also have a contract um a fifth year option for Clyde edwards as lair um and then they're and gonna you're... hit that
0: and, exactly. they, and then they, they they go as long as he if he carries on like this there is no way they don't do that exactly. because
1: it's just to keep a cheap productive player and okay here's also another thing I've got issue with the contract for fifth year contract wouldn't it be more beneficial long term if you know this player is going to be elite to mm-hmm. give him th- a longer contract. However, so okay, let's say instead of giving him a four year hundred mil, you give mm-hmm. him a five year hundred mil, which is the same amount of money, but then becomes team friendly because the average is less. So you pay him his money a year earlier just for that added flexibility when it comes to the end of end of his contract. I, I didn't know why team I don't know why teams do more of that. Maybe I'm not looking because, at it correctly.
0: Because the player's agent don't want none of that.
1: So maybe this also relates to the Jalen Ramsey situation because Jalen always said if he got paid earlier because he mm-hmm. initially didn't get paid on his fifth year, he wanted to be paid on his fourth year instead of his fifth year, Yeah, he would have taken a home-time discount. Jags didn't want to. They wanted him to play on his rookie contract and their fifth year, yeah. give him his money. And I just don't, don't understand that because in the long that's, term, it's just more cost-effective.
0: Yeah. That's But that's literally it. The They want that year to be on whatever the rookie was. Exactly. Because whatever where, where, you sign from that point on, literally in, in that fifth year is going to be a jump. And if if you're even thinking about like keeping them long term, it's going to be a very big jump. And for the, and for the most part, if it's like, it's going to be like a QB that you've picked up, um, they're gonna, they, their contracts jump up massively. Like they paid Goff early, look where he is now. Like there's a, there's a couple that they've paid early and still didn't like Gurley was paid early. He's gone.
1: I guess that it's normally I guess, Rams because they're just poor with it, but I guess that's the counter argument, which is fair because um yeah, those were guys who got paid early and it didn't pan out. However, yep. I guess Mahomes got paid early and for him it panned out because it was a longer contract and it's more team yep. friendly near the end of the contract. Yeah. I would say
0: um I would say that obviously the cause of the fifth year option was for it was for what you've said you know you, he's your guy, you're going to extend him you might as well extend him out four years the the point of the fifth year was for those players that you don't know yeah. but they, the, all the GM's flipped it and used it for, we know he's our guy but we just still want him cheaper for that one extra year yeah. so the whole cause, like you said you if you solidified your place you're not meant to be on that fifth year so you're meant yeah. to be paid now or whatever but the GMs obviously flipped it because they want to spend the cheapest amount of I money just, possible.
1: I just don't think it's smart GMing. Like, and to be fair, at the end of the day, I think quite a few people had some issues with that uh, Todd Gurley contract because it's a running back and we know how running, running backs can sort of break down as they get on, unless your name is mm-hmm. Derek Henry. And, and he was actually broken down at the time already, but yeah. Yes, he had quite a few injuries, but I think the Rams just wanted to do him a solid. Mm-hmm. And Jared Goff, I, I still don't think the a lot offer of it, convinced the offer by him. The orthoretic knees, however you say it. Um, but well, that's the, the lines are now. <laughs> that's their situation in 2024 <laughs> the chiefs they would have four let's say five contracts mm. players and whoever they draft until then so how will the organization do we shall see what their front office does they've done quite well so far to get all the pieces they currently have mm-hmm. even in terms of free agent agents i don't know how to keep them next year by the way next year how many players in i don't know how to keep them all next year yes i think hill is hill is in his contract year in 2022 And then Miko Hardman, I think that's his last year as well. But then you've got all those O-linemen, all those D-linemen to be signed as well. To be fair, everyone said this last
0: year and they kept them. But this year, I really don't see how they... Especially with a... There's going to be not a drop in cap, but it's not going to rise like normal or it's not going to rise at all. There may be a drop in cap. So it's like the Saints are disgustingly over. And I think it's going to be... And eventually in the next two years or so, the same thing would happen to the Chiefs.
1: They have only got one, two, three, four, five players over in double in eight digit salaries, and only four players more than twenty mil. So the four players you got Tyreek on twenty, you got Chris mm. Jones on twenty two, Patrick mm. on thirty one, and Frank Clark on twenty-six. I think Clark has gone out of all them. I don't think his contract is up for. T- oh no! Oh shit! He's up until twenty twenty three as well. So he's got a couple more years. Both Chris Jones and Frank Clark are on the books until twenty twenty three.
0: Chris Johnson was like he was going to sit out this year or last year. Jones or Chris Johnson? Thing. Chris Jones. Sorry. Yep. Yeah. So that's how. That's why he got paid big. He did not take a team friendly contract.
1: And to be fair, if they do trade him, or if they do release him in 2023, it's only mm. they'll be saving 21 mil in cap space. It's quite good. It'll only be a 7 mil dead cap hit. But mm. I think I reckon that's still keep him for another couple of years. He can still... When you've got Jones alongside him, it helps. But, yep. yeah, bringing it back to the Patrick Mahomes-Tom Brady conversation. When you say, will Patrick Mahomes get more Super Bowls than Tom Brady initially? I was like, yeah, of course he would. But then when I think to myself, fuck, who needs to get five more Super Bowls? Like... Mm-hmm. It feels like such a grind, but we shall see. So overall, actually, do you reckon he'll get more more Super Bowls than Tom Brady?
0: So yeah, the way the way the Chiefs are run at the moment is it's going to be yeah. However, does is he able to pass surpass Brady in the goat conversation if he does not win this Super Bowl? Oh yeah, so bringing it back
1: to the um, Tony Romo conversation. Yeah. i do think the whole qb versus qb one in the same field maybe i'm not looking at it correctly but i do think that conversation is a bit overblown because the qb doesn't play the opposition qb they play the opposition yeah. defense it's qb versus defense so i'm like okay let's just be serious about this um but i do get Romo's point in terms of well from a narrative perspective you guys played the super bowl together this was tom brady in his twilight years and you couldn't be yeah. in arguably your peak with better offensive weapons, with a head coach who's been there, done that before, with a team who literally just won the Super Bowl last year and you couldn't beat them. A bit of a knock, especially if Tom Brady's literally on his new team, first first ever transition he's ever made, and he beat you. Yikes. And then he'll
0: he'll have seven. And he'll have seven. So then you'll need six more at that point. Yeah. I, I think originally Your first response Was to that It's like Yeah of course he can In past Brady life You do not get it Exactly but what like I was saying like you said When you when you start deep diving into it If he doesn't beat Brady now What he would need to do To then go and beat Brady Even for
1: Brady It was impossible, to, it was impossible the first time <laughs> Even for Brady's legacy I mean his legacy is still about, He's still the GOAT um, mm. But 7 and 3 Sounds a lot better than 6 and 4 Yes because seven and three means you've won more than double the amount that you've lost. Yeah. Six and four means, well, if Atlanta didn't exactly fuck up, you could be 50 50. But then I guess you can say that for every single game. Oh, but then, yeah, the Giants weren't supposed to win. Yeah, or exactly. Um, all that kind of stuff. Um, then you start doing ifs and buts. And then, uh, I mean, if what's his name, Kaskowski, didn't make was it Kaskowski? I think it was Kaskowski. If he didn't make the field goal in the first, no, Vinatieri. If Adam Vinatieri didn't make the field goal in the first Super Bowl, mm-hmm. um, then Tom mm-hmm. would be five and five as well. Yeah. So when I'm I mean people get to still
0: people people bring that up now. To be fair, people do bring that. <laughs> people up. People like me, <laughs> especially that kick. No, <laughs> people that you know don't like Brady, but yeah. it's like. When you, but when it's just, it's such just one of those things. You say, of course, he has time in his hands. He has blah 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 blah. blah. So obviously, you know, Pat uh, Pat still has a chance to beat Brady. But then I think Roman really was looking at it as, in, okay, if he doesn't beat him now, when would he beat him next? And then fair. what would he what would he have to do to then beat whatever his current status is at this point? Because literally, if Patrick Holmes does not beat Tom Brady now, Brady does go further ahead. Like, it's not like one of those R's uh, just mm, maybe. No, he statistically makes a creates a bigger gap.
1: Uh, Loki, I would like to see Patrick Mahomes on a team that doesn't have that many weapons and see how he does. Cause you want to see if that magic translates. You want to see if that. Yep. I remember when Steph Curry was having his mad run of when he was in unanimous MVP, just hitting threes from everywhere. Mm-hmm. And Beach Report did an article of if Steph Curry was on every other NBA team, how would they be doing? And like, every other, team, either team's the lottery, if they're Steph Curry, I think they are projecting them to be a lottery team, so to be a playoff team, something of that nature. Yeah. Thinking, if Mahomes has C-minus or C weapons, how would he do?
0: I think part of, part of the Mahomes charm is that he has receivers that can separate, not unexpectedly, but when they don't expect to. If you know what I mean? Like, he goes out and he he could throw it to anywhere, and they can get under it, um, so they can break off a route at any time because he's running. So, but then they've obviously had to work on that. But then now you've got to start thinking if your receivers aren't so great at, at recognizing, okay, he's going there. My route is supposed to take me here, but now I need to go here, or here's the space, blah blah. blah in this defense, blah blah. Can he do it? I, I think I think he could hit them. I don't think he could hit any receiver at any point. The question is, will the receiver get to where they need to get to?
1: I I don't know. I, I it's something that I do want to see. Like three, four, five years from now, when Kelsey and Tyreek aren't what they are now, when when they definitely cannot they're... keep them all, when they definitely cannot all keep them, the question will be answered. Yeah, I guess we would definitely have to see how they draft the next couple of years, how they do with their late round picks. Um, I think they feel like they hit the jackpot with Clyde Edwards Alaire. They feel like they got running back there for the future, but we know yeah. sometimes it's tricky to pay running backs after a certain time. And you can always pick up value with running backs later on. Yeah. So speaking of the Chiefs' offense, overall, as I mentioned earlier, they've got seven players. Well, they've got four players that made the uh Pro Bowl, and three of them were first team more pros. No prizes yep. for guessing who those three are. On defense, they had three players make the Pro Bowl and two of them. The, who was but who was the fourth though? Uh it was who Fisher. Was the... Eric Fisher. Fisher.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh, fair enough. But who, who is out this game? Who is out this game? I guess.
1: I guess. I guess.
0: But so you got a good you got a good pass rushing team, and then their best uh blocker is out. So
1: their O-line will have to hold their side of the bargain up. Even if they don't, to be fair, you're assuming Patrick Mahomes can roll out, can spot when the pocket is falling apart and roll out and create those players. So technically, actually...
0: How many times does he have to cut on his toe before he gets
1: hurt properly? Chad Henning? um, (laughs) Eventually, actually, it could turn up... the Tampa's biggest strength could turn up being their biggest weakness if they allow, if Mahomes can spot, oh, shit, blitz is coming. Yeah. Let's roll out of the pocket. Um, that's 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 a good thing to look out for actually. And then on defense, Tampa not Tampa, Kansas City had three all pros. Two of them were first team. Three pro ballers. Two of them were first team all pro. in Chris Jones and Matthew. I was gonna guess. Oh shit! Sorry, I was going to guess.
0: But then who who was the third?
1: Uh, Frank Clark was a Clark. pro ball. No, Sorensen uh no sorensen sorensen is just a big game player i feel yeah, as you mentioned I to you a couple weeks ago
0: he sacrificed it all for the team like he was about to get a targeting call he should have got a targeting call but...
1: uh as i mentioned to you like just sorensen comes up with these big plays out of nowhere mm. and it just really works for that chief's defense he just will have a big pick or a big fumble or a big breakup when the chiefs mm. really need it and you know fair play to him there's not too much star power outside of that. I don't know too much about their linebackers. I don't know who their corners are. How will they match up? I don't I don't know too much. I'm not too confident. Any more thoughts on the Chiefs in general? I'm really looking forward to what... Oh, two things, actually, before I yep. let you go. I'm really looking forward to what the Chiefs have planned for the first couple of drives, what Andy Reid has, has, and Bienemy have written up um, to start the game. Secondly, I... F- I hope, and I don't know why this isn't utilised more, that the Chiefs have got a couple of hook and lateral plays in their playbook, because we know they've done it before, but it's been off schedule, and I don't understand why teams don't do more of it in terms of, let's say, it's a straight jump to Kelsey, catches it, and tip passes it to the person who's in front of him. So Kelsey's running his route, turns around, faces Mahomes, Mahomes throws it to him, he catches it up in the air. Maybe I'm just, this is just me completely think out of the box which wouldn't work in a game catches it he's facing Mahomes he sees the receiver let's say it's Tyreek then Tyreek's next to him dumps off to Tyreek Tyreek can just go go ahead or Mikol can just do ahead and do what they do i don't know why more teams don't just experiment with it more but loki yeah. i think the chiefs might do something like that
0: i in terms of the chiefs it would work but i just don't think they need it to work because at the end of at the end of the day that play would be for um he said you throw it to kelsey and then who would will he, hand it off to the most likely you'll pop it up to Tyreek hill and or and then obviously you could pop it to hardman as well but they can just as easily just run past the person and connect with the ball 60 yards downfield obviously it's a bit more fun a bit more excitement but there's a that bringing it in short requires a risk you know what i mean whereas yes if if they they could chuck it down 10 times they can run the same play and just chuck it to him deep and they'll get a decent amount of yards. Like you'll you'd, you'd bet on them to connect a decent amount of times so they don't really need to bring the risk down to the hook and ladder when it's the same risk to just throw it over the top.
1: No, I get you, but it's just that I'm just thinking just adding another wrinkle to the offense and because yeah. of how aggressive Tampa's defense is, you're assuming they're all going to be running towards uh, Kelsey just focusing on him, which yeah. allows then Tyreek Hill to... 'Cause yeah. they they've done it before on a and, and it wasn't an actual run play and it wasn't an actual yeah. play that was called. It just happened within the flow of the game. But it, with that it, being said though, given
0: given both the coaches two weeks to prepare for this, <laughs> you should see some interesting. That's gonna be design. this year's
1: Philly Philly. That's gonna be this year's Philly Philly. There's <laughs> um, gonna be a couple of Philly Phillys in this game. <laughs> oh yeah, actually. Tariq Tariq Hill might throw a couple of balls or one of mm-hmm. the I remember Watkins used to uh, Sammy Watkins loved throwing some balls from a wide receiver position on the, mm-hmm. on those fake fake run plays. Your thoughts on the Chiefs?
0: They, I th- I was a lot more confident before I dived into the roster. Yeah. I think they are a couple injuries away from being not average, but being stifled massively. Okay. Um, I think their the offense is amazing for the personnel they have, but if they don't have that personnel, uh, we don't know what happens afterwards. And I don't think this is the game I'd want to find out. So that scared me a little bit. But with that being said, if all goes ahead and everyone's at full strength, ready. To, of, of, first of all, they have a lot of decent opt outs that have put them in this position. I think. The, cuz they opted out for this season. Um let's not forget one of their guards is also a doctor. He has a doctorate so he's you know out there battling covid on the front lines instead of playing in this game. But so it's, it's like stuff like that. Like they have a if when you look at the inactives they have a lot of decent players on there um that opted out just for the whole season or are injured. Um but their key their key guys have stayed healthy which is why I don't think you hear much about it. But I am kind of scared now. But this should go. I don't see why. I don't. Ha- There's
1: no reason why this can't be a fun time. So you were saying earlier, actually, about Tampa having Anton Winfield and Tristan Worths on the all rookie team, the PFWA all rookie mm-hmm. team. Let's check it for the Chiefs. So the Chiefs actually have um, well, they got their punter, Tommy Townsend, obviously. Their partner is on the all rookie team, and they've also got uh, Snead, their cornerback, yep. as a rookie. But as a rookie, he's going to have to come up against either one of those big boys in Evans or Godwin or. That's not, I don't know who you match up with, with
0: who like l- looking through that you I couldn't I couldn't place matchups, which is what you're gonna obviously they are much better at it, at it than me. They spend a lot more time on it than me. But just me sitting down here looking at names, I don't know who to match up. But I know who is going to be a problem. You see, (laughs) it's an issue.
1: So it leaves us one question to be asked. Mr. J.A., who are you taking in the big game this Sunday? Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Kansas City Chiefs, Mm -hmm. in Tampa, Florida.
0: Obviously, both those teams, you know, really helped me out this year to capture my captured the you know inaugural third Atlantic crown I must say it's, it's going to be hard but I think I'll have to stick with my um, pick up, not my pickup choice what was it my playoff predictor choice and um, I'm going to have to go the Chiefs um, they have yet to fail me this year um, they've yet to fail me over the last two years let's say so I think it has to be them although I just want an exciting game more than anything.
1: What happened last time Chiefs failed anyone? It was this time, what, three years ago? No, it was and Raiders. No, no, no. I mean, at the end of the year. At the end of the year, yeah. Three years ago. Do you remember who was against? Thomas? I say the Jags. Edward? No, no. It was against Tom Brady. It was, it was the, do you remember it was the Pats-Chiefs game? where The AFC, AFC Championship, isn't it? Yeah, where the guy was offside, and then um, it went to When he to wasn't actually
0: offside, but, you know, another
1: another it went to, another
0: thing you know another it, one it went another to over, one it went they to overtime in Brady's
1: favor. and it went to overtime and then patriots won it in overtime however i'm still going with the Chiefs. again patrick doesn't get to touch the board in overtime he didn't touch the board in overtime um neither did matt ryan in super bowl whenever it was against the patriots but anyway um although he was playing ship. he deserved to lose that after that he deserved to lose that at that point like you coming into the playoffs, we spoke about do you have the chiefs over the field and we're both like you know we we'll would still rather take the chiefs just of how dominant they're looking and it they didn't have to kick into fifth gear throughout the playoffs like they didn't have to kick into fifth gear against the bills um but is this a Clippers situation because we know the clippers didn't necessarily click into fourth or th- third or fourth gear in the nba yeah. playoffs last year but mm-hmm. chiefs have got a lot more experience than the shitty clippers did i'm going with the chiefs as well it would be really fun to see mahomes win again yeah, but after I while, think
0: I think for for the legacy I think it'll be a better legacy debate obviously if he wins so it, it leaves more for the future and Brady I think will in turn then
1: stick around longer but we shall see and I look forward to after the super Bowl does happen when we talk about their futures so mm-hmm. we'll speak about the moment live in the moment talk about the success of both teams and then talk yeah. about shit, what does the future hold how will they do next year? Both teams had quite a few players. Well, had a couple of players in the rookie or rookie teams. Um, they've got promising future, you'd assume for both. You think Tom Brady loves playing behind this O line and with the weapons they have? Could he make another Super Bowl next year? And then we all know how dominant the Chiefs have been past couple of years. How will they do next year? That will also be if... fun to chat about
0: next week. Quick question. Go on. Quick, jump out the window. Question: Is it a Chiefs
1: Buck Super Bowl again next year? No, no, no. It's just it never happens like that. I remember Eagles being like, "Oh shit!" Like after they won it, they're like, "They got all these great, great pieces." Carson Wentz is coming back. I mean, yeah, I'm not. I, I think that happened. that more
0: came out of Philadelphia than anywhere else. But this one, I saw a lot of fans Bra- saying that as well. Brady, Brady's coming. Well, Brady doing his thing on schedule. A black early got the Chiefs not losing much, even though they should. Um, as in in terms of players in the off season i think it's very possible that it could be again they never said uh, home teams never got playoffs before
1: this time so it can happen yeah, exactly that's true actually first ever team in their own stadium for a player for a super bowl game so that concludes we've we literally just spoken about um only we've only spoken about Super Bowl. There's been so many other things that have happened in the NFL, but we pay respects to the teams that made it to the promised land, I guess. Um, yeah. We have all we will the, chat about the, to the trade talk. Oof. Yeah. Oof, I mean, we'll talk about talk. the Rams' awful draft decisions in the past and how that's left, how that has led to them sacrificing four first round picks for Matthew Stafford, so to speak.
0: Um, they hate first round picks. They hate first round picks. That's what it is. Uh, yeah.
1: That's been it for this week,
0: JA. Let I me mean, let me just sneak it in. They hate first round picks, and they hate their QB even more. Or, I mean, their ex QB. <laughs> but with whatever instead is a fun Atlantic Super Bowl baby. Right, that is weird. But
1: long <laughs> night on Sunday, Monday oh, God, long day night. off, so it's going to be a bit of a mare. But
0: I know you long night, day long off. day. not none of that. I'm working all the way through,
1: no sleep. Oh, That's what that, I do actually. for you guys. <laughs> no sleep, gang. Right. I shall I'm going s- to cry. I shall speak to you next week, Giza. Peace. In a bit. Yes. See you so. later.